Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 281 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. I got through that smoothly. Tonight, three-year-old game gets remastered. We needed this. Is that faster than the first time the first game was remastered? Maybe it'll come up later. Maybe. 25th anniversary of Half-Life. We're nowhere near a, an actual Half-Life, right? Isn't that like a couple thousand years? A Half-Life something like something. that. Not in our lifetime. Not in our lifetime. Not in this Half-Lifetime or the full lifetime. Uh, Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Is that what they call them anymore? I miss Nindies. Yeah. I thought that was clutch. Yeah, it was right there, right? So those are like, no, it's too much. I mean, we, we literally have this conversation all the time about Nindies. And how much Nindies. Should be Nindies. I just what I said, Nindies. I said Nindies. PlayStation Extra and Premium Games have been announced for the end of the month. And the Groots are gone, question mark. Long live the Groots. Uh, I'm Richard Bergman. I've been killed by many Groots. Uh, also dying by the hands of the Groot. <laughs> joining me tonight, Newsmaster Brant McKee. Always getting killed by the Groots. Forever being killed Forever. by the Groots. Ever. Boosh is like, what do you mean the Groots, the Groots are leaving? Uh, also here and frequently cosplaying as an actual Groot. Lore Master and Page Master. That's our conception in the second. I'm here. I only mean in the game. Are they Groots or Ents? Remember the Ents from Lord of the Rings lore? No, the Ents are like full-on tree. They're gigantic. They're 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 solid, Weird. massive tree men. When are we getting the Lord of the Rings Warzone crossover so we can teabag Frodo? <laughs> uh, as soon as Embracer Group goes out of business. I was about to say, Emb- Embracer owns... All the rights to Lord of the Rings stuff, so they did such a great job with that Golem game, which is seven ninety nine. I paid two dollars too much for the Golem game. <laughs> it's eight bucks on GameFly <laughs> right now. Brent's nodding like any that any shit. amount any amount of money is too much. Uh, thinking inside the box says Nintendi's nuts, so we left that on the table and they took yep. advantage. That's well done. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, that would be a good episode title if we went that way with episode titles, but that's clutch. That's not bad at all. Let's get into this news so we can head to these nuts. Uh, this comes from Jordan Midler at the video at videogameschronicle.com. The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered, officially announced for PS5. Upgrade path detailed. Was this at like 1 in the morning? I feel like it was a fever dream tweet that I was looking no, at. No, it's... Um... It was one of those things where it like slowly leaked out through the night. There was go, a room. Go on. There was like a. <laughs> yeah. It so wasn't. It wasn't super late, but. Does our like you two? <laughs> but it was first time. <laughs> Le- Jesus. <laughs> leaked out through the night. <laughs> We're off to a great start. What is wrong start. with you guys? We're off to a great start. You said it, not I, us. Hey I didn't man, say we've been there. We've been I, there. We're just trying to be a comforting, warm, welcoming place here. I'm just looking straight ahead. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> But, uh, like, right ahead, don't blink. There was a rumor about it. I mean, there's been an ongoing rumor, but there was an there was a rumor of the leaked. Uh, I want to say it was like the release date or the cover, um, and then another leak showing more stuff. And then so Naughty Dog just finally came out and said, "Okay, screw it, and just put the whole thing out there." So, like those statements and press briefings and everything weren't already prepared, right? Yeah, tell me how that works. Those things are already there. 
the article continues following earlier leaks. Naughty Dog has officially announced it. Um, this is called The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered for PS5. The game, which will be released on PlayStation 5 on January 19th, 2024, will also re- receive a physical deluxe edition. The WLF edition will include a steelbook display case, four enamel pens, a Washington Liberation Front. I was just about to ask, ask what WLF was. I guess it's that. Patch and a total of 47 Society of Champions trading cards, including eight holographic cards. Maybe a Charizard in there. This version of the game be exclusively available at, that was not a typo, at PlayStation Direct in the United States, United Kingdom, Germany, France. Benelux? What the hell is Benelux? Benelux? What is that? Italy, Spain, Portugal, and Austria. <laughs> Benelux. European adjacent, probably, I guess. Is it supposed to be Belgium? Why did it turn into Benelux? What even is a Benelux? Hold on, hold on. Live correction. Naughty Dog also confirmed that PS4 owner Cesar, Path Path to Victory, will be able to upgrade to the PS5 version of the game for $10. Saves in the PS4 game will also carry over into The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. It is uh, the combination of Netherlands, Belgium, and Luxembourg. I've never heard that term before. Yeah, that's my first time hearing that. Learn something new today. Uh, thinking inside the box says, "Milk that Last of Us cow dry, baby!" Exclamation point. Let's say you you remember when Naughty Dog used to make like <laughs> games all the time or sequels to games, and a step instead of just churning the same game out over and over. Is that what is that what this is? Are we all unhappy about this? I haven't played this game. You guys both played this game. Uh, I actually uh, never played think, this one. Oh, you didn't play watch the, the playthroughs or something. Like that. Yeah, I've seen a lot of playthroughs of it, but okay. I've I've beaten it. Uh for ten dollars I'll I'll play it again. Will I buy a separate edition? Probably not. Until I would say until it's cheaper, but even the Last of Us Part One has not been inexpensive yet. It's still no. on up there in price. Uh the remaster will include dual sense support. Support it. Uh developer commentary and lost levels, which never made it to the game's final release. So it sounds like a director's cut. I think like remastered is maybe uh getting the ire of people more so than anything else. Um, it sounds like a game of the year release, right? I know it's what, two or yeah. three years out, but I know it'll be three and a half years by this point, but it sounds like a game of the year release, which people don't tend to bitch about. It's got yeah. extra content in it. And that path to victory is not bad. So you can get one of those SKUs. I think the regular PS4 games like 20 bucks right now, right? They announced yeah. it at a time where you could get the game pretty cheap and then pay the $10 upgrade path. Mm-hmm. A new set of Lost Levels and Part 2 Remastered allow players a unique chance to check out some playable sequences previously cut from the game. These aren't fully finished levels, but rather early development slices that not only let you see some new glimpses of Part 2's world, but also include embedded developer commentary to give them richer context. That's cool! Explore these spaces and hear directly from the team about the intention of aspects of each level. This is a unique inclusion for our studio, and we're excited to allow players a glimpse into the creative process, which I've been asking for. Let us see the messy stuff. Let us see the unfinished stuff. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two Remastered will feature enhanced graphics, including native 4K output in fidelity mode, 1440p upscale to 4K in performance mode, an unlocked frame rate option for TVs that support VRR, increased texture resolution, increased level of detail distances, improved shadow quality, animation sampling rate. Last of Us Part Two Remastered will also feature a roguelike mode. The description for the mode reads, as I shall now. Experience The Last of Us Part 2's deep combat via an entirely new mode. Survive as long as you can in each run as you choose your path through a series of randomized encounters. 
this last statement will wrap it up. Plays a host of different unlockable characters, some never before playable in the Last of Us franchise. Hopefully one of those is Nathan Drake or... <laughs> Who's it, Naughty Dog? Uh, Crash? Are we going to get to play as Crash? Crash. Going through this? Oh, yeah. well, that's Activision now, so it'd have to be uh, Jack or Dexter. Maybe the, it'll be a Microsoft uh, collaboration and they could put Crash in there. Uh, each with unique gameplay traits, the variety of challenges feature different foes and memorable locations from throughout Part 2, all culminating in tense boss battles. That's what we wanted. I don't think this is so bad. I just they think almost... selling it as a remaster, <clears throat> and you know it's going to drop for 70 bucks. And right, there is an upgrade path. And... There is an upgrade path. Yeah. But... Um... I love the person that after the actual announcement uh, posted, I don't know if it was somebody. uh, Oh, and as we speak, uh, Wario 64, there has a tweet. uh, The Steam version of Last of Us Part 1 is on sale for $34.79 on Fanatical. So that's not bad. Um, But somebody posted. Steam Deck verified, isn't it? Yeah. Now it might be. I know at the beginning it was kind of messy all around. Um, but somebody posted a screenshot of the um, the old version and the new version of the game, the remastered. And I know my mind went immediately to the uh, office meme oh. where it's uh, they're the same picture. And they literally did look the exact same. So, so we'll go play devil's advocate for a minute. Go ahead, Cesar. Richard, don't worry. They're all PSP certified, so you can play it on your PSP. (laughs) Yeah. So Nintendo has been doing this over the course of the Wii U to Switch generation, right? Which has been like seven years now. I can't believe it's already. It's been been a while. Oh, it's eight next year, isn't it? Didn't that thing come out? Did it come out in 2016? No. March 2017. So it's coming up up on seven years. But, um, so we got enhanced ports of all those games. I mean, this was never, this got a PS5 patch of sorts, but it never got a native PS5 version, right? So this is actually a legitimate remaster. But, Brant, you said you look at the images and they they didn't seem like they were that big of a difference, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, we've only been shown... At least the, as far as I could see, there was only one screenshot. So, I like the, I like the levels that were cut and the hidden con- or the cut content. I think that's really cool and developer commentary. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and but I didn't play the game, so I'm not this. And I think I got it when it was like ten or fifteen dollars before. So I wasn't out the seventy, and I, I didn't do the upgrade path that sort of thing before. Um, thinking inside the box says I want to see what toys for Bob can do now after they did such a good job on Spyro and Crash. Um, I guess when we were talking about the Activision stuff, aren't they still yeah. a Call of Duty support studio? Yeah, that's they what were I mentioned pretty much in the chat. Moved to move to Call of Duty. They got roped into that, which they did great jobs with both of those games too. And I want more Toys for Life, but I'm not. I'm not bringing up that campaign <laughs> this episode. <laughs> and we see how well Call of Duty is doing right now, and how happy people are with the brand new <laughs> Modern Warfare Three. As Richard I mean, cringes. Yeah, give us Toys for Life for DLC for. <laughs> Call of Duty, since this one apparently is just DLC. 
I don't right. know if we mentioned it last week or if I read that between last week and this week, but the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 disc is literally Modern Warfare 2. Oh my with a, gosh. With a license uh, patch for to enable you to download Modern Warfare 3 digitally. It doesn't surprise me. It's just an unlock key. Yeah, they farmed it, and it's just it's it's download files for it's akin to your Halo Infinite thing, Brant, where it's like oh, 100 megs me. on there. All it does is say, hey, this is a license to download this, or this is a license to download this. Uh, thinking inside the boxes, as far as I could tell, they're still stuck there. Maybe Microsoft will unleash them to do Toys for Life in some other universes. Well, we can only hope. I mean, Microsoft's pretty good about letting studios choose what they want to do. So They have the financial free freedom and flexibility to do so. We can only, hope that, Vi- we can only hope that Vicarious Visions goes back to uh, Tony Hawk Remaster for 3 and yeah. 4. So. Get and a new one, a new help. one in that vein, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Microsoft could do a Toys for Life thing with all of their franchises, all those, all those IP they have under their stable. They could do something kind of like that. But I think Toys to Life might be, it might past be gone. It. Yeah, like Plastic Instruments is the thing of the past. I mean, we're finally getting fucking Sora on Amiibo form, so I don't know how much more we can pull now. That's the last one. Amiibo is Amiibo the only successful Toys to Life by this point? And even now, I don't, I don't know if you'd call it successful. They sell them. They do. At least the second-hand market's booming for some of them still. My dumbass keeps buying Amiibos, so. They're neat. I like having a little tangible physical thing. Yeah. I wish I had supported those. What was the GameStop series? It was like to to. Taku or something Otaku. like that. Yeah. yeah, I've got. They did some cool things like the ship from Wipeout. Yeah, I've got a. Who's up there? I've got Parappa up there, and I've got a Crash and a Spyro Tataku up there. And I think they did like Joanna Dark from Perfect Dark. Oh, they did. Danger. They did a whole bunch yeah. of stuff. Yeah. They just never got to uh, Brant's Dart. Yeah, no Dart. So that would have been cool. You would have got that figure. You would have snatched that figure. Oh, immediately. Well, I do have a dart figure up there. Uh, thinking inside the box, Skylanders, the only competition they knew of uh, outside of Amiibo. There was also that Lego Dimensions and... Lego Dimensions. Saw, saw the big um, one I'm thinking of. Disney, Disney Infinity. Infinity. Was that it? Were those the other... Those were the big ones. And Amiibo and Ami- Amiibo still plugging away. And last one I bought still had like the Wii U and or the 3DS logo on the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. That Wii U gamepad had an NFC reader in it. Um, I was about to say I, I purchased. These were the last ones I purchased, and yeah, it still does have 3DS on there, considering it's it's wild. dead. But these yeah. are the. The Legend of Zelda. Oh, I didn't get the Tears of the Kingdom ones. I think I got the Link one, but that Ganondorf looks sweet. <sighs> I Zelda ordered the Sephiroth too. last time, and the pre-order got canceled. So, I think I thanks have. Amazon. I think I have all the Fantasy Seven. Same. I think my stop uh... flicking your bean. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, just because Brand asked for it. Let's keep going. <laughs> Uh, this was announced uh, last week as we were playing Call of Duty, I think. I know I know, Cesar was like reading the tweet live. This comes from Andy Robinson at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Valve marks Half-Life's 25th anniversary with game update and documentary. 
Plus, the game is free to claim this weekend. I think as of the time this will go up, it will not be free any longer. But that Valve pack is almost always on sale. Yeah, super inexpensive. It plays pretty well on the Steam Deck. I played like a couple hours into it. Oh, I yeah. downloaded it on mine. I haven't played it yet. It was only like 300 megs. I couldn't believe it. Still, mm. <laughs> that's, that's such yeah. a huge game. It still holds up, man. I played it in like 2003 or something like that. Yeah, I was playing it for the show. It's been like four or five years ago. I feel like. On this PC, but I would definitely the handheld would be a lot easier for me. I was thinking about playing the PS2 one just to have the. I still can't do shooters with mouse and keyboard. I know that's totally counterintuitive to a shooter, but it just still doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, that's a good one. So that's our. Do you have a copy of that? I do, and then the bastard Dreamcast version somewhere. A burned one. Same. That loads every thirty seconds. And the whole uh, Xbox version with the uh, loads every five seconds. Also loads every five seconds. Er, oh, go backwards. Oh, loading. Er, oh, my God. Damn. It's a CD-ROM. It's bad. One of those beautiful blue discs. I have a spare copy of that is why I was asking you guys. I, don't, I ended up with two somehow. Um, In this news article, Valve has marked Half-Life's 25th anniversary with several pro- promotions and content drops, including an extensive new update for the game. Which includes, I'm not reading this whole thing, new multiplayer maps, restored game content, graphics options, and full Steam Deck compatibility. Only makes sense that we get the full Steam Deck verification, right? Graphics. Mm-hmm. Valve is also marking the occasion by making it free, whoever adds it to their account. Uh, finally, they have released an hour-long documentary made in partnership with Secret Tape, in which the original development team share their memories of creating Valve's first game. The last Half-Life game, VR title Half-Life Alex, was released in 2020. I can't believe it's been three years. According to a report published in late 2021, Half-Life 3 was not in active development at the time, and Valve was instead focusing on Steam Deck-friendly titles. Why, why? Is that so you can just hashtag Half-Life 3? Is that how that works? <laughs> like, why even put that tidbit in there? It's a, non, it's a non-thing there. Somebody wants it to happen. Uh, someone tell me about this Nintendo Indie World Showcase. I did not watch this. Was there anything Nor did uh, out of it? I watched it. Um, nothing. There was a maybe a couple games that grabbed my attention. For the most part, it's I mean your typical indie show. Uh, there's one game that I'll mention in here. I'm going to try to go through these um, relatively quickly. But there's one game in there. Like literally everything you can throw at it, every kind of genre they did. Uh, so it started off with another look at Shantae Advance. Um, this is the canceled Game Boy Advance game that uh, Shantae was going to have, and that I think it was Limited Run basically is um, the reason why we're why we're getting this now. Um, they're funding WayForward uh, to release Shantae Advance, Risky's Revolution. So this was um, done-ish, but just never released? Yeah, it was one of those things that they were working on it, um, and for whatever reason, they just never released it. I don't know if it was not feasible or Back the in cost. 2001, they were working on a GBA Shantae game called Shantae 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would have had the GBA for another three years. And they released that first Shantae well, into, well out of the Game Boy Color's life, really, yeah. right? Yeah, or late into it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what the development hurdles they faced while uh, developing this game. And like they said, they pretty much finished it. 
and it looks it looks really good. There's there's all these crazy mechanics. Uh, you still got um, Shantae transforming. You've got her like moving back and forth and kind of changing the environment to solve different puzzles. Um, <clears throat> they even showed like a four player um, competitive mode, like head to head mode kind of thing. Like the link uh, would use the link it cable. Would probably yeah use the link cables, which would have been cool. Um, but that is coming in 2024. Uh, next Soon. up, we next we it's had close, closer than we thought it would be. Uh, Core Keeper. This is like a top-down sandbox. It was kind of like a dungeon crawly, um, dungeon crawly. game from from what it, from, from what it looked like. Uh, it has is this been, a sequel to Zookeeper. No, it has been uh, in early access on Steam since March of last year, but it's coming to the Nintendo Switch full release uh, in 2024, uh, including online multiplayer for up to eight players. On your tail. Uh, this is a eight-player zookeeper. Is all I heard. <laughs> it's not zookeeper. It's like <laughs> Minecraft slash. Uh, Dungeon crawling, resource management, fighting monster, Diablo esque. I don't know. It looks interest. It looks kind of interesting. Um, on your tail, a sleuthing game uh, where anthrop- anthropomorphic animals uh, are enjoying My holiday holidays by the sea, uh, town exploration, mini games, fishing, and other life sim elements I just, are interesting. Inter- Stuck on Animorphs now. I can't get it out. <laughs> are interspersed with uh, detective work as the main character tries to uncover mysteries behind the strange masked figures appearing in the town. Uh, coming to Nintendo Switch 2024. Uh, next up Cesar, was... I just think Animorphic is uh, Star Fox, as in Star Fox Adventures. I'm just thinking about the PlayStation Animorph game. Now just it's just there, just, it's just there. It's like a uh, Ghostbusters. It just popped in my head. Now there was there. an Animorphs video game. Yeah, they made a game. Yeah, I thought we talked about this. It's actually pretty good. Google it. Okay, I'll let Brandon continue it. with the news. I don't. Uh, next up is Howl. Uh, this is a turn-based tactical uh, game set in like a folktale medieval times, uh, in which a strange plague called the Howl is ravaging the land. The main character is a deaf prophet. Um, she's unaffected by the howl. Aren't they uh, all? And they are uh, <laughs> trying to help save the locals as they search for. And this is a, um, by the way, IGN, your article has a typo. It says searching for, search for a cute. I'm sure you mean search for a cure because uh, that's what they uh, are actually doing. Uh, the Howl is out today uh, as of the Nintendo Direct, so you can actually go. It's out now. This Animorphs game now. is from Single Track. Yes. They made Warhawk and Twisted Metal and Jet Motors. Yes. Oh. Holy shit. Dang. And they brought us the rehash of Warhawk and Starhawk. Hmm. Uh, next up, we have a star named Eos. Narrative puzzle game uh, where player uses photography to explore the world and uncover the truth about the disappearance of their mother coming in spring 2024. And then we have Backpack Hero, a inventory management game. Uh, you basically no skip next. manage your inventory. No. 
in this roguelike game collecting items, organize your bag. That is the uh, worst mechanic in any <laughs> video game. And if you use enjoy your organization that mechanic, you're a skill to fight off enemies <laughs> more effectively. Uh, this game was in early access on Steam uh, 2022, but now it's uh, now it's on the Nintendo Switch. Um, Blade Chimera. This is kind of Symphony of the Night esque looking 2D action platforming game. Um, it's going to be a timed exclusive coming spring 2024. Uh, a Highland Song. Uh, these from the studio behind 80 Days, Highland Song is a narrative adventure about exploring the highlands of Scotland. Um, Everyone in the chat's talking about Animorphs. Uh, uh, draw and grave. Animorphs. Animorphs, said, fuck go. So we're definitely the show market for Animorphs. <laughs> That's our target demographic is those who enjoy Animorphs. Highland Song is coming December 5th, 2022. Moonstone Island. This is the one where they literally, if you could check a card for every different little type of game. Here we go. Um, previously released on uh, PC via Steam. Um, Moonstone is coming to Nintendo Switch 2024. Sounds like a James Bond game. It is a... <laughs> Moonstones are forever. <laughs> it, is, it is a creature collection life sim game uh, set in an open world where you can play his odd job. Uh, you I would play that. You can collect <laughs> you can uh collect 60 everywhere. different uh, uh monster spirits via card-based combat uh alongside crafting, farming, uh befriending villagers and exploring. Oh, no more farming. So games. it's so it's Pokémon meets uh card battling meets Animal Crossing. Like, I didn't literally. hear Cozy in there. I didn't hear Cozy anywhere. Oh, probably Cozy. Yes. Cozy, I mean, open world sim. Anything you can throw at it, you, you can Island. Do it. Island's got to be in there. Can't be Cozy without being on an island. Which one was the Austin Powers one that threw the shoe? Random task. Instead <laughs> 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 of odd job. It, it was random task. Yeah, yeah, random task. <laughs> My associate, random task. He threw a freaking shoe at me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Death Trick, uh, Double Blind, uh, Detective Game, uh, and an investigative visual novel set in a circus, point-and-click exploration, emphasis on speaking to suspects and finding, uh, contradictions in their stories coming 2024, uh, and then we have Outer Wilds, Archaeologist's Edition, uh, coming December. That's, oh. that's a big one, that's a big get. Uh, coming to Switch. Oh, it's December, December seventh. A with day a which shall live in infamy. With a physical version planned for sometime next year. Uh, and then they did, of course, a little sizzle reel at the end here with just a few more. So enjoy the diner. Uh, was out the day of the show. Uh, Heavenly Bodies coming February twenty twenty four. Uh, the Gecko Gods. Coming spring 2024. Mm. Pass part out to the Lost Artists. Uh, was out the day of the show. Urban Myth Dissolution Center. Holy shit, what a title. Or UMDC. <laughs> coming, <laughs> yeah. UMDC coming 2024. Um, and then Braid. 
uh, anniversary edition coming April 30th, 2024. What's everybody's experience with Braid? I played it like 20 years ago. It feels about the same. I remember that being one of the first like Xbox Live arcade things. Renee has joined the chat. Renee. Renee, what Applebee's are you at, sir? What hot tub are you uh, stewing in? Streaming from. Does one stew in a hot tub? Yeah. What are you doing in there? You just cooking? You just cooking. I can't remember the last time I was in a hot tub. Kind of, kind of grossed me out, man. I'm not gonna lie. I can't remember the last time somebody mentioned a hot tub without a time machine right after it. So. Uh, awesome. Have you been on Twitch? Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I oh, I guess the, the new thing's body paint. So never mind. Hot yeah, tubs the new are, thing is body I don't get, paint. I don't get any of that shit you guys get. Hot, hot tubs are so three years ago. Hold on, let me go to my front page. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's see what we got. Renee's <laughs> in Kentucky. Did they have Applebee's in Kentucky? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, uh is currently five feet from a hot tub. <laughs> 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 Are you willing to join the stream? <laughs> How quickly the hot can you tub. Skype? <laughs> yes, please. We'll have we'll finally have our hot tub stream. Are you, you're gonna change the tag of the episode now with more hot tubs? Yes. <laughs> now 100 more now, hot tub. Now with yeah. Now oh, with 100% more hot tub. That officially makes one for us. Uh, Renee's gonna be in Chicago for Thanksgiving. <laughs> he is still on the road. I guess we can get into the PlayStation Plus games that were announced. What was this late last week? Let's do it. Wednesday, so, so you Thursday. Grab this one. Yeah, you I love the game uh, catalog updates. I got this for you. It's your man. favorite bit. It's your favorite bit of the show. For yeah, the extra. The, the Xbox One is my favorite bit of the show. This one's just kind of just like. All right, it's all from the PlayStation Blog. This is mostly the classics. That's I think you could almost skip to yeah. the classics unless you so, just did want to hit some highlights. I mean. Well, we I we got Teardown, which is uh, out day and date, which is ahead of time, which is like a weird version of Minecraft mixed with. I played a little bit of it. It's like Minecraft mixed with uh, like GTA. It's Minecraft, Minecraft with cars. Yeah, Minecraft GTA. There's explosions. and. I mean, I'll talk about it a little bit. Literally, you just like you start out as somebody who just got out of, I don't know if it's prison or something like that. And you work in a demolition company and then you're hired to like blow up this house that's blocking a mall. And it's like that tutorial level. So I'm just going around throwing around gas tanks and just blowing up this one brick house. So it's kind of like a tutorial level. I've only played that much. Uh, but I know it's included with your uh, PlayStation Plus uh, Premium Edition. Every I time I it, see that, I think Tearaway. I don't think Teardown. Uh, I wish it was Tearaway. Give uh, us a new Tearaway. Is that what Media Molecule is working on? I wish. Uh, we have uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen PS4. Uh Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme versus Maxi Boost. I have no idea what has this has to do in the Gundam verse. I'm just gonna go when's, with that. It's okay. When's that new Dragon's Dogma coming? Uh, sometime next year. I think it was uh rated for like February, or March or something like that. Brent, what was yeah. it that leaked out? It's supposed to be like early next year, which lines early up with that next year. Capcom. It was in one of those Capcom showcases, wasn't it? Yeah. They've been like slowly talking about it for a while. Uh, we have Dead Island Riptide Definitive Edition. I think me and Richard played Dead Island one t- that one time. That was it. Multi, uh, was it multiplayer? And this uh, is the one that's not looked upon kindly. I don't think people really like this one. That's the second one, right? This one's the second one. Did we? Which uh, one? Like the first one? 
or it's the offshoot. Like there was an offshoot one that didn't play the same way. That's not this one. This is basically the second one. Yeah, okay. it's like one point five. Dead Island Two I saw was like twenty bucks on GameFly. I wonder if that one's worth. Um... It's pretty good. It's surprisingly not bad. Uh, uh, draw Draw and Grave says uh, Dragon's Dogma is three twenty two twenty four. That's what it was. It was like hey, three think, months I, away. It's closer than we think. Four months away. Well, do I need to play the first one? It's the most important thing. Is I did not. Uh, Super Luminal, which Lord. is that game that uh has the weird. I think you look at certain certain angles and solve yeah. puzzles. Uh, Yudin Chronicle, which is the spiritual successor to Suikoden. This is like the prequel, like the side scroller prequel thing. It's a fetch quest version where you're doing all these fetch quests where I guess the data is supposed to go move over to the game when it finally releases next year. It got delayed, right? Mm, I think it's like March of next year or something like that. It's like that game and Suikoden HD re- remaster got delayed. Both of them. Yeah, it's a sad uh, future. Da, 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 da. Uh, sorry, Austin Powers. <laughs> Austin Powers reference has <laughs> that stuck in my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobunaga's Ambition Tashi. Uh, I think at the last Nobunaga I played was like NES, maybe NES, <laughs> Super <somewhere>. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. NES They've been coming right. out. They've been coming yeah. out forever. Uh, alternate Jake Hunter Dal- Daladas, The Awakening of Golden Jazz. Holy shit! What, look at that title. Uh, my my favorite, which is a uh, Double Dragon adjacent, which Richard hates. Uh, River City Melee Mock. <laughs> and then uh, I don't hate Double Dragon. It's documented. I hate Double Dragon with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure my brother can speak for that as well. He's on here. All right, let's see. (laughs) Chad, Um, Chad, I I suffered with you. I suffered with you. It sucks. It's not fun. Let's play a game together. I'll get kicked over the side every time. Sure, this is a good time. (laughs) Nobody told you to choose the B type, man. Uh, It's always A type. You choose for us. It was chosen for us. I hate Double Dragon. Grant's favorite part of the show. uh, These are the classics. These are actually good this time. Yeah. Holy shit. Got grand and idea. This, this tier is only in the ultimate one, or this is the mid-tier also? This is uh, the premium. Premium, yeah. I, but I think it should be fine, because Grandia and I'm assuming Jet Moto are probably be the ones that if you own a license, you probably get, or it's purchasable. Yeah. So you have Grandia, uh, the PS1 version, uh, which some people might enjoy because of the remake that came out on Switch and uh, PC some people are not happy about the graphic changes they did on there. This one is the old school version that is not available on that. And the PlayStation version, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jet Moto, which we all know and love. It's uh, our second Jet Moto reference in like the last 30 minutes. We need to go ahead and, what is it, like three of those games? We always have this conversation. All right, there's three of them, and I think there's streakers. There are right? three. Like the I, I think I died right? on the hill yeah. of four. And then there's like a spiritual successor for PS2. It's like a Jet X2O or something. We do this every time. Yep. All right, and then you have the PSP version of Up, which uh, <laughs> which I think random is, to throw in here, but it's, yeah, which is we're getting exclusive it. to the subscription version. So Brant's not over to resubscribing again. And then, we talked well, about the PS3 one a couple of weeks ago. You were like, I got a platinum on Up for PS3. I did, I did, <laughs> yeah, I did. I started looking into. It, I was like, this game looks pretty good. It, like, is, it wasn't that bad, man. There, <laughs> there, I, play, I played some worse games for platinums, man. Uh, uh, that one wasn't that that bad. It wasn't that bad. Um. <laughs> That's one of my old trophy hunting days. I don't do that anymore. Uh, Klonoa Fantasy Rivera series. Let's go, Klonoa. If this is how you're going to play it, please play this collection. Just show them that you're going to download it. I may download it just to show them, hey. Which is a combined remaster of both Klonoa Door to Phantom and Klonoa 2 Lunatia's VL. Good job, Brent. 
you were I had supposed to reach to for it. it. I had it. To, you got to reach for Days Gone, man. You chose the wrong game. Oh. And the other one is Paul Rapper, the Rapper 2. Peggy uh, 18. The PS4 version. I think, was there a physical version of that? Brant, Brant reach for your copy, Paul Rapper, the Rapper. Oh, no. <laughs> so, this is a precursor. <laughs> Do you have one? Do you have one? No, I don't. <laughs> this is a precursor it. to uh, games played, I guess, but... It sort of ended up being important that there were native PS4 copies of these PS2 games or PS3 games because you cannot stream those stream-only games to the new PSP. It, like, straight-up blocks you. I'm like, ooh, I'll play some God of War for PS3. Content cannot be displayed, just like I'm oh, trying to fire up Hulu or your something. Perfect, perfect machine is not perfect? That's not a perfect machine. Oh. It's almost perfect. It's almost perfect. Wait, what? What's happening? But looking back, looking back, it's important to have these actual yeah. standalone copies of these games and not make them streamable. I'm looking at you, PS3 library in this uh, Sony catalog. I can't stream them to my new device that you're hopefully going to patch some things to support. That'd be nice. Is that it? Parappa the Rapper 2? Uh, yep. I think so. I feel like there was a physical copy of that. I was waiting for Brand to reach for his. I have that disc only on PS2. I do not have the case on book. Somehow I have the disc only. I have no clue if it came it, in a PS2 or what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It did come on PS2. Got a silver cover cover on that one, I believe. Yes, it is a holographic shine mm-hmm. type. Uh, Drawn Grave says, if it wasn't so flawed, it'd be perfect. LOL. The new PSP. Hashtag Thank you. PSP. Hey, man, let us live our dreams. Uh, we're, we're here to irritate Brant. Is well, flawed. I'm, I'm here <laughs> and almost perfect. Water on a duck's back, man. Water on a duck's back. Brent, we're all flawed and also perfect. He's reaching for days gone. Stop, <laughs> stop running. I'm, re- I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm reaching. I'm reaching for the last real PSP. Oh, uh, that came sorry, out. I beg to differ. I would grab mine, but I think it's upstairs. Got mine the, right here. Let's go. I need a case. I need go. a case for mine. This was the last legitimate PSP that Sony released. So I was holding one. I don't know what you're talking goes. about. I, I don't know, man. This is this looks pretty recent. Like this year, I think. IDK. Like within the past week. All right, let's knock out this Groot story and then we can move on to the new PSP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thinking it's uh, inside the box says quack quack says Brant. <laughs> Do off a duck's back. Uh, this comes from Polygon.com and Nicole Carpenter. Controversial pay-to-win Gaia skin will be temporarily removed from Modern Warfare 3. This is, of course, the the one we all affectionately refer to as Groot that murders us constantly. (laughs) I see on there it says they labeled as Evil Groot. Yeah, the Evil is. (laughs) (laughs) They even did it. I thought it was just us. I thought the joke was us. but Uh, I guess it's out there. Uh. It's it's, this thing. Everyone hates Modern Warfare 3's Gaia skin, a Modern Warfare 2 skin that made its way to the new game because it's so hard to see. The skin, which is for operator Neela Brown and looks a lot like an evil Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy, is basically the outline of a human created from tree branches. You can check with Abuish. I mean, there was time where somebody, there was a Groot laying down on the ground and we got murdered by him because we missed him completely. He just stood up and just started shooting us and we're like, what the hell? He was I mean, literally invisible. Jeremy was there. I was 100% sure Jeremy was there because I think he died first. <laughs> wow. And I, I sat there and stood at it. I was like, I didn't know what I was looking at. I just stood up and just started shooting at us. I was like, where did that dude come from? So I love that this broke today because today, <laughs> today playing in the early evening, uh, for the show, Russell unlocked the group finally so we could have a whole team of groups. <laughs> Is the dream dead? Is it over now? <laughs> uh, we read on. 
Uh, it blends into the background pretty seamlessly and was even previously nerfed in October because it's too hard to see, but it was not nerfed enough. This is by far the worst pay-to-win item ever introduced to the game, <laughs> one person wrote on Reddit. Oh it's gosh. almost impossible to track the player even from short distances in bright light. What is our excuse? Because we had a round where we were all Groots and we still got murdered. Um, but it was not nerfed enough. That's why Modern Warfare 3 developer Sledgehammer Games is taking another swing <laughs> at the skin. And until then, it's removing Gaia and its Black Cell Operator variant until it's no. reworked. Adjustments to Gaia and Gaia Black Cell Operator skins are in the pipeline for Modern Warfare 3 Sledgehammer Games said in its Reddit AMA. In a future game update, we'll disable this item until said changes can be released to all players. No! Players were able to unlock the skin by purchasing the six-season battle pass, then working their way up to the skin. There's a paid upgrade to the pass, however, which significantly speeds up the process. That's why we were losing to groups like a month ago. Yeah. Uh, Drawing Grave says skill issue. Okay, Drawing Grave, <laughs> you want to join us and get fucking murdered by the fucking groups? There's a whole team of them that'll just mow you down. It's like they're sh- we're shooting bullets hey. through the... I'll take four bullets, I'll die, they'll sit there and take 600 and live. I don't get it, so. Yeah. They got magic Groots, because we even played as the Groots to try to turn the tide. What, did we get one win with the Groots? Or did yeah. we get two? I think we got two last Friday, and you and I were still Groots. I, yes. Groots Friday, guys. You mean the Golden Friday, where we got two wins back-to-back and haven't won since? Did y'all win today? Did nope. Y'all win today? Oh, nope. Shit. And we spent, what, five hours Saturday streaming? Getting no third places. <laughs> and then the 14th, that's the one we quit on. I was like, all right. And Brand's like, nope. I'm d-. No, that wasn't Brand. It was uh, who who was it out first? Jer- Jeremy got out first. No, it was Russell that was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Russell. You didn't miss anything, Brand. You didn't miss anything, Brand. Yeah. It wasn't Russell. So the next morning, actually, well, I woke up. I woke up later than normal. So the missus is like, I can't believe you played till. She was like, how late were you up? I was like, 3 a.m. I can't believe you played till 3 a.m. How many wins did you get? And I was like, really? It's like Falcon <laughs> Super Bowl all over again. <laughs> I was like, she went to bed. We were up 28 to 3. She's like, I'm good. <laughs> you guys have fun celebrating. We win? How much did we win by? <sighs> Wait till you find out what happened in that Super Bowl. Hey, we got a five and a half hour stream to show her the stream. I'll tell her to watch it and let us know. Yeah, there'll be no dubs. <laughs> there'll be no dubs. Uh, Boosh said he got a solo Groot win. Uh, he's publicly admitting to cheating. Uh, don't worry, Activision will send you his gamer tag so you can ban him and his Groot skin. They get inside the box says we're trying to be tree hands, tree hearts, trying to be tree hearts, as one does. Uh, so look forward to the Groots not being in the game or not being able to use your skin. Yes. All right. Now, now uh, Branson equal equal footing with all of us. Now it's like. I've if always, I can't have, if I, I can't have the group skin, none of y'all can. No, I'm I'm good. I'm the great value shredder, and I'm great value shredder. I'm I ready pick, to go. I prefer the equate shredder. Sam's club. I'm uh, Sam's I, choice. I was I was great <laughs> value choice. shredder, and y'all were the bonsai trees. It worked out so good. There we go. Yeah. We we, we st- stuck with the Groots. We didn't do the Groots justice. I changed no. immediately to somebody else after we lost for four hours. So. Uh, we've all reverted back to our proper forms. I think Boish's quote was, I should have been a bush, and he changed <laughs> back to the bush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great value shredder. Uh, Brant implicates the existence of a great value James Avery. So please bring forth a great value James Avery for us once again. Thinking inside the box says just needs no clip flying and invincible hacks. 
people killing me all the time are jumping around all over the place. That's the and, shit that's going on. And like laying they, on the ground. Laying yeah. on the ground, jumping up and down. I'm sitting there shooting. I can't I can't get a uh, shot on anybody. It's not fast enough. Are they on PC? Is that a PC thing to be able to do that? Like hit a button, some macro goes off, like just shoot forward, jump up awesome. and down, and jump on the ground? Shouldn't be. They should, they should get banned. I mean, the only PC exclusive thing is all the hate uh, speak we get in the chat, <laughs> team chat. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. They can't do that though. They sign the uh, the code of conduct. I sign it every time I log Several in. Several times. Yeah, <laughs> every time I get on there, I have to check the "Don't be a racist" box. I'm like, time. I mean, I'm gonna do this anyways. I don't have to check a box. But then there's people just going off in the chat. Like, really? How does this happen? To the whole team. My favorite one was when the whole uh, the whole match chat was like, "Hey, everybody, go to the zoo." I was like, "Yeah, let's go. Let's go to the zoo." <laughs> Land on the zoo. Throwing, yeah, I'm going to the zoo. Come get me. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh games played. We won. So that's our, I guess I'll do my games played, which is extremely brief. And then we'll segue you. into. I don't believe you were on that PlayStation 5 all weekend. Oh, I don't believe you. I did, but uh, through a certain avenue. Uh, we won back to back rounds to start off Friday on Warzone. And then we have not won since, as Cesar said. And one of them was just waiting in the gas. We outlived whoever was above us. This was a canal run. As we, stagger, as we staggered our deaths, remember, like you're telling we me, oh, don't, yeah, like don't don't heal yet, just wait. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the meta. Because we're all healed, right? And we all yeah. have durables, so we're gonna drop at the same time, and we're gonna start resuscitating at the same time. So I was like, let's stagger when we start bringing ourselves back, so we're not all at the same exact same time. And uh, they were sending off whoever was above us were sending off mortar strikes and all kinds of shit. And shooting down at us. They were up there. They were shooting yeah. down at us. They kept, I guess they kept flying they down dropped. there, remember? Yeah, they tried to go down there and wipe us out. <clears throat> I guess until they dropped. But we ended up... Uh, I think Cesar was the last staggered one surviving in the durable. Yeah. And <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and one. Stagger our Oh, it was Never would have thought it. Yeah. Fantastic. And then the next one, uh, it was actually in one of those warehouses, like... They're both. They were both Ashika wins, and we haven't got a Vondel win in a minute. It feels like, but this was a an Ashika finish, and it's on the backside, like where the gas station and all that stuff is. Like if you go down the road by where the gas station is in those cliffs, you can actually come up behind the cliffs. Like there's a little road that cuts through back behind there, and there's a warehouse, and then there's a warehouse right across the street, and there was actually a buyback station back there, and we somehow like we're picking each other up, we're resuscitating, we're uh reviving and shielding up and it's just this mad scramble of like trying to survive and limping to the <laughs> limping out of the gas and we make it to that house and Cesar encountered somebody and he was down mm-hmm. and Russell and I were in the house we fought our way back outside and we're kind of like wrapping around headed to the buy sta- station to buy back Cesar like we need our third person here and there was one person on the opposite side of the buyback station trying to buy somebody back and so Russell and I lay into them as we're both sprinting to the buyback station to get Cesar and then the victory thing splashes, and it's like, holy shit! We last time we looked, there were like ten people, and then we got victory all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah! And uh, I think Russell was like, "Did we just get back-to-back wins? It never happens." Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I played a lot of Final Fantasy 16 over the past weekend. Probably, I think the last time I looked, I had 14 hours, which was unbelievable to me. And then the most recent time I looked, I think I have 26 hours. So I I made some strides on it. Um, Did you put two hundred dollars worth of uh, Final Fantasy sixteen in this weekend? Two hundred dollars worth? Yes, I would say so. <laughs> if 
if my copy of Final Fantasy 16 got stuck <laughs> in my PSP, I would be okay. I would be happy with it. It would not be. If it was a dedicated Final Fantasy 16 device, I would not have any issues. Um, <laughs> I did. I did a lot of stuff for the hideaway. Like I'm. I'm on. I'm doing all the side missions. Brant, did you do that on your playthrough? I know I you didn't do it. all of them. I did. I did a handful okay. of them. If I see a green thing saying it's a side mission i'm going to do it before it blocks the story blocks off what i can go do and it did one to me inadvertently because i was on my way to do something else and the story kicked in and like when i went to the world map there was the red no smoking thing on every every single place and i was like fuck maybe they'll let me go back there um but once again the side quests like don't skip these in this game they're not it may seem like a fetch quest but each one has so much like layer and nuance and and writing. None of them are half-assed. I've, I don't feel like at all. And they add so much. And then you'll get a small, like, I think I told Cesar this example. In this new hideaway, Torgal, the dog, he's always laying. When I go back there, he's not following me around. When you're on the world map and stuff, Torgal follows you everywhere. He follows Clive in the game. He follows him everywhere. You can give him assignments, all that sort of stuff. When I go back to the hideaway, he's chilling by the shop owner. One of the shop owner, her, her name is Lady Karen. Super detailed character model. She's a great character, too. She was one of Sid's first, the original Sid's first um, hires, I think, for his campaign. What he's trying to do to to make the world a better place. And Torgal is always sitting, like, outside her booth and stuff. Just like, I guess, okay, that's where the character model goes. All of a sudden, I have this side mission where she's concerned with his health. Like, he, all of a sudden, he doesn't want to eat these bones. And so then there's this whole side quest involving talking to the, they call him the lore master, which is funny because we have our own resident lore master. <laughs> they call this guy uh, Tomes after all these volumes of knowledge he has. They call him the lore master and he informs you because Torgal did a weird thing at a certain point in the game. So you've been researching what happened with Torgal. And he's like, well, because he's maybe this and this and this, uh, he may be interested in a different type of food. So that sends you on this whole other mission. And then uh, Lady Karen is super excited that you went and got the the different type of bone for Torgal. And it was just, it's like this very nuanced bit. And it, it's hard to explain because the game has been littered with these type of interactions and the way the story's just weaved in between things. Uh, I just did one with the character Sid uh, has a cup and another character has retained the cup after Sid has left Is it a cup uh, of a carpenter? the events of the story. It does look oh, like a cup of a carpenter. <laughs> mid. 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 I'm not going to get your stuff. Mid. Uh, my favorite thing about the side quest, of course, is uh, Clive's reluctant agreeance to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> Cesar, I hope this came across with the Japanese voice acting because that freaking uh, English voice actor is so good at portraying this. It's well, I mean, I think that the game is written with English in mind because, like, even yeah. yes, I mean, e- like, even if you read the translation and from what I, what they speak and then what you read is completely different. So it's right. it's it's it was localized heavily for for this region. So so like you play, and playing Japanese is not when I want. Some of the stuff they speak in Japanese does not match what's on that screen, so I've, I've okay. to tune, tune some of that out. So, so those the listeners that haven't played Final Fantasy 16 yet, there's tons and tons and tons of side quests, and they all pay off. They're all story rich, almost akin to The Witcher. Uh, I wouldn't say they have the depth of The Witcher. Sometimes it's just as simple as walking, you know, ten feet in the next town, 
or in the same town, like over to the next stall or something, but it always layers upon itself. And um, the character Clive is reluctant. It, like you almost feel the weight of accepting all these side quests. He's like, do you, do you really need this now? And he's type, just his response is like, he doesn't want to tell him no, but he's he, still, he, he always talks himself into doing it, man. That's why he yeah. does. He does. I don't suppose you want me to do that. <laughs> it's just the things that he says. It's like, okay, I guess I'm accepting this now. I guess I'm going to go off and do this. Um, and then some of them are so funny. Like, uh, there was a scientist that wanted to research some, some archeological things in the area and he needed protection from bandits. And he actually did. Like I had to fight a bunch of people, but then at, at the end of it, he's like, I really don't think I needed your help. I just needed someone to talk to. And I had tired out all of the other scholars in my university. <laughs> so I had to pay you to come and tell you all about all these things. <laughs> and Clive's like, really? That's what, that's what this was. <laughs> You paid me to come out of here just so you could describe all these things to me. And he's like, he's shaking his head the whole time. It's just, it's so well acted and voice acted and everything. And it adds so much depth to all the characters and stuff. Man, we haven't talked about it yet, but he's, he's nominated for what best portrayal performance in the video game awards. I believe I haven't seen anything better. And he has made this game that much more extraordinary to me. This is this is climbing the ranks for me. This is this is an all-time great for me personally. I'm loving so much of it. Uh, I'm in a wild place right now. There's all kinds of shit going on. I'm looking at my icon chart, and it looks like I've got room for like three more. So I thought I was closer to the end than I actually am, unless these last icons are just rapid fire or something. But uh, the whole goal in the game has been... There's, there's multiple goals. But... Uh, Sid and Clive together have decided to take out certain uh, monuments in this in this landscape, in this universe. And it's like a it's like a Final Fantasy trademark or something you always see in every game. Right. Mm -hmm. And the one that just uh, was demolished, like another one grew up in its place. So that's where I'm at currently. And it's just it's it's wild. And the scale of this game, I love like Shadow of the Colossus. Right. The first time you you the sword pointed you in the right direction and you went down that little valley and you found a, it was a puzzle to find, to climb up the vines and then go down the path and then find a ramp. And you're like, okay, I made it to where the sword was pointing me. And then the whole ground starts shaking and the controller's shaking and there's giant feet that walk across. And then you look up and the game, the sword then after that cutscene is telling you to like climb the thing, go up this Colossus and just scale and scope with with games like the first time you played ocarina of time and you realized hyrule field like you could go across it it wasn't just a screen you were going to scroll at that point right just scale has been so impressive and especially the scene i just described um something came out of the ground and so there's like this huge crater in the ground and then when you scale up there's something at the top and these two things are fighting each other like around this giant tower that has come out of the ground and, it's, and I'm walking around around all this stuff and the, the epic scale of it is just is incredible. I think that's what we got most from technological advancements is, is being able to represent the vision of the, the size of those type of things and, um, and scale and representation of highs and lows and valleys and water and stuff like that. Right. Uh, did I play anything on steam deck? Played a little bit more Far Cry, but I don't think anything to really catch up on. No more old school this week. I still want to stream some old school games. I got my capture card out. Yeah, you played some. Uh, you played some Gears, right? 
Oh, yeah, we played some Gears with Boosh. That's right. We had a uh, stream on the show here. Thanks, Sasar. You bailed mm. me out. Uh, he's never played the Gears of War campaign, so we started on Gears Ultimate, which is a remake of the first Gears of War game from 2006. And I think this game came out, we were talking about on the stream, was it, two, is it 2015, Cesar? Was it the second year of the Xbox One? I think that's when me and you went in and bought Xboxes so we could play that We co-op. bought Xboxes yeah. at this. We got the Gears of War Box, boxes back yeah. here on the wall behind the old me. The yeah. model, yeah. Yep. And we played through it in one sitting. We loved that <laughs> campaign so much. We sat there through the night and played that co-op online. God, that was proceed, so much fun. Then I proceeded by Rise of the Tomb Raider the next month and played that in like one sitting too. <laughs> yeah. And that was another big Xbox One exclusive because mm-hmm. that first Tomb Raider game was so fucking good. And then they did the God's work on the 361, and the 361 is like super impressive. <laughs> like, how did that come to that platform? Grant reached for 360 Tomb Raider. You got it. You have all of them. Underworld. He's like, I just R- yeah. <laughs> Rise, of, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider didn't come to 360, right? Mm-mm. That kind of sucks leaving them out on that one, but I guess it was late into that console life. Uh, Jeremy's enjoying Gears. I'm reminded of its simplicity. Uh, I played four and five, obviously, most recently, and they they add so much between just the way they move and the way those games are played. But this one still holds up. That art style and everything is still beautiful. The cutscenes we're playing on, we're both playing on Series X. And the uh, <laughs> Boosh said, I see our gear stream made a lasting impression. I'm Listen, I'm trying not yeah. to talk for 30 minutes. That's all it is. Look, I'm trying not to talk for 30 minutes. I, I saw some of the stream. I saw the part where you're doing the Hammer of Dom on there. Oh. Hammer of Dom. I can't not say Hammer of Dom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's really called. It's called Hammer of Dom now. Hammer of Dawn. Dawn, yes. <laughs> I, asked, I asked Boosh. I was like, guess who coined it? The Hammer of Dom. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't not hear like that Marcus Phoenix. They flesh him out in later games. Dom. But in this one, he's just like Dom, Anya, Jack, <laughs> Baird, you asshole. <laughs> Like, revive me! Yeah. <laughs> They're crawling towards each other. Revive me! Oh man! Uh, yes, Boosh, our gear stream is such a lasting impression. You won't be able to stream for another five or six days. So hey, see uh, how much it, I see how much it means to you as well. I'm excited to get Jeremy on a river and horde. Remember that was his introduction to gears. He played that with yeah. us a little bit. Yeah, on Game Pass. I'm excited to play Gears Two campaign, and then we'll probably rope two other people into the three. Is four and five four player, or is Gears three the only four we, player campaign? That's the one I fell asleep on, right? Yes, Gears three. You'd be asleep at the beginning of the level, and uh, <laughs> we make it. For some reason, they teleport you in the first couple. Yeah. In Gears three, if you don't all make it to the finish line, that Joker will still be at the beginning of the level. I remember Russell had to come get me. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" And I'm like, "Wake up, wake up!" up. <laughs> We're texting you and everything. You weren't there. We're texting you and everything. I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck, man? I was tired." <laughs> Uh, Boosh says he has a hot tub, so he's willing to stream from there. I there think we that's go. good. We'll continue our Gears of War. I mean, there's only two games that made me fall asleep. It was uh, Gears of War 3 and Star Fox Adventures. So. Oof, Star Fox Adventures is rough. Are those I the mean, only two you have, Brant? Oh, no, I've got uh, one up there as well. Okay, and then okay, plus for... four and five. I think I have them digitally. Okay. You're just checking for us on the player count. Yeah. I but know yeah, two is two players. They both, they both say one to two player... Um, and then they in the have, green, and then in the orange, it'll do the online one. It says system link of two to ten, online uh two to ten. Okay. Co-op okay. two mm-hmm. to five. On oh, which I... game? Both of them. Oh, okay, oh that's shit. for a river. That's for a horde and all that. 
That's not the that's not the camp of the story campaign. So is the only one we never played was what we are we try to play Judgment. I can't remember if we played Judgment or we. I want to say we fired it up and then just did nothing. Like we didn't even beat the first level or anything. Yeah. But we didn't really give it a fair shake. I would I wouldn't say yay or nay on it. It's been so long, man. It's like uh, every time I got, I think you got farther than Halo Reach than I ever did because every time we, we we always restarted Halo Reach. I think we, we were all got further. Yeah. We were all playing it. It was me, you, Russell, and Boosh. Dale. Dale was on there at some point, too, right? Dale started a playthrough. I've never mm-hmm. beat Halo Reach. It's the only one I haven't beat, and it's supposed to be one of the better campaigns. I still never beat Halo 1, and Halo 1, Halo Reach. <laughs> oh, so. God, here we go again. <laughs> this, this is my, oh, my, my version of Double Dragon is Halo 1, so. Uh, I'm sure. at the very end, so. Okay, I'm sure Draw and Grave will have, uh, will be crying tears for you with the cooperative play on here on the stream. Yes, we need to have Redemption stream and beat uh, beat Halo 1. So I can actually beat it this time instead of me watching the cutscene as I died right before I get to the very end? Just throwing, just throwing grenades. Your grenade killed me. As you jump, cross yeah, the finish line somehow. As you jump through it and I'm died right there like, oh. <laughs> oh, God. We both got the same cutscene. I don't understand. What this I died. I never beat it. Never you beat killed it. me. <laughs> I never got to reload. It just went straight to credit. Halo. Halo <laughs> Double Dragon. <laughs> Every time we bring up Halo One, I just like I never be Halo One. I got so to the version. If, if there's ever a thread and they're like, uh, "How will you? How will you? Uh, how do you troll your friends at video games?" I'll be like, "At Cesar, Double Dragon," and you'll be like, "At Richard, Halo One, Warhawk, <laughs> Halo, <run."> one. <laughs> Halo One, very end, random grenade kills me somehow." Oh shit! Drawn Grave says heroic and tears of joy. Uh, let's talk about the PSP. I played almost all of that Final Fantasy 16 on the new PSP, uh, of which you gave me a screen protector for. Thank you so much. And it fits perfectly. It was a first time apply. It went on there perfectly. Uh, I set up the, there's a real cool interface when you, we're of, call, of course called, uh, talking about the PlayStation portal. And when you open it, it's almost Apple-esque in its boxing and taking it out of the packaging and stuff like that. It's a, it's an intuitive, uh, it's an intuitive, <laughs> sorry, I got thrown off in the chat. Thinking inside the box says, how has Halo 1 not been beat? You've had 22 years. All right, he, he doesn't know the story. Let's backtrack. Go ahead, <laughs> I mean, not, we told it. We literally was doing the very end of the game that, what, the, what was it, though? Was it the Warhog run? What were we doing? <laughs> and I was we were jumping in the helicopter right at the very end. Yeah, you you jump and, across and you and have some, to go you have to go in the Pelican. Yeah, some random grenade was thrown <laughs> and it flew and I I don't I know where it came I died. From. I don't know where it came. I died from. as you laugh and I was like it was because you threw it <laughs> and I died before I could jump in there and I was like I didn't beat the game I didn't beat it. Oh, uh, I hit it! I hit him with a sticky. He exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Master Chief. Flying right before we get in there, right in, before we get in there, I just uh, flew up the air and I was like, "All right, cool." And I go flying into the cutscene, and I'm trying to play it cool. I was like, "Man, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what Man, happened? I, I think I was die? very nobody I was was like, there. I was like, "What the fuck?" When that happens, like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> get all the way to the very end. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Did you throw a grenade? <laughs> I just throw a grenade with nobody there." <laughs> Uh, this was like seven or eight years ago. So he says he's never beat Halo One. <laughs> I still beat. Oh, it was Halo when one. it was whenever a Master Chief Collection came out. Yeah. I guess it was right after the Gears, that Gears Ultimate thing. Because I think we. Oh went through, God. We beat, we beat Halo Two. We beat Halo Three and Four. We didn't beat Five. I didn't beat Five. 
I've ne- I've you and I beat the first level of five. We played that intro together with uh, I mean, all the Brand covenant beat, and stuff. Brand beat infinite. I didn't. I didn't beat infinite. So I haven't beat infinite either. I Russell and I were infinite. playing. Russell and I played like two hours of infinite. I haven't even loaded it in there. I just uh, I've only played the uh, multiplayer. So they get inside the box says you technically didn't finish. <laughs> I didn't. I know I didn't. I've died right before yeah. there. I remind him every day that oh, my, my Halo One experience was robbed. Yes, I wake up to a text that said I still haven't beat Halo One. <laughs> I bring it up. I bring it up. I like I know every time we talk about Halo, it's like it pops in my head. Like I haven't beat Halo One. Drawing Graves says there could there could only be one Master Chief. <laughs> You're right. That's that's it. It's me. I'm the one. <laughs> Richard was protecting the timeline. <laughs> yeah. The man who beat it like a thousand, like a million times. My first time was taken away. <laughs> oh, I ruined the experience. Oh, speaking of experiences, unpacking the new PSP. So as you fire it up, uh, the update took forever. You have to add it to Wi-Fi, it and then I had a I had a system update. Time. It was like yeah. ten minutes. I was like, holy shit! I, I went make I went and made dinner, and it was still going when I came back. I was like, what the fuck? I went upstairs and made a yeah. drink because I saw that progress <laughs> bar, and I was like, what the hell's happening here? So it uh, you have to go into your PS5 and, and add that as a remote play device. Yeah. Uh, a cool thing I noticed once I connected to it was it still needs my pin for the uh, to access the PS5. So yeah. if somebody grabs my portal and cuts it on, they still can't get to the PS5 because you have to put the pin in there, which is real, which is a really cool feature and very intuitive. But once you have it set up, uh, when you fire it up, it will look for the PS5, and you're looking at this like purple globe thing, and there's there's music playing. It's almost like the PS3 home screen kind of, and then you'll get a I set it down and I wait. Sometimes it's like five seconds and sometimes it's like 35 seconds. I'm like, I guess it's going to fail. But then it'll give you a visual a, video, a visual and audio cue saying it's ready to connect. And it's like a almost like it confirms it with this like little glowing orb thing. And then you press X to play. And you put in your pin, whatever that is. And you're looking at your PS5. And I will admit, initially, I did not like the device. Same. Um, I was like, what did I just blow $200 on? Same. It was extremely choppy, and I was right in front of my PS5. I brought it down here in case I was going to need to be on the PlayStation 5 to authenticate anything. I did, so there was like that initial setup. And I was like, man, this sucks. This is like unplayable. This is worse than anything I played on uh, iPad or anything like that. <laughs> Instant regret. I was like, how much <laughs> How much did Cesar say these were going for? <laughs> Somebody's going to buy this. And so I had read some stuff on Reddit, like leading up to that about your wi-fi network and all stuff because all my speeds were way over what they recommend i've got a mesh network so the whole house is blanketed in wi-fi that was going to be fine this thing needs a five gigahertz network so for compatibility reasons i had multiple smart home things running on a combined band on my network and so i was like sure i'll make one of these um SSIDs on my network, a dedicated 5 gigahertz. Game changer. It's like I'm sitting in front of the PS5. It doesn't matter if I'm down here. It doesn't matter if I'm right by the attic. It's flawless. Audio, I'm playing Final Fantasy 16. I'm inputting um, commands. It's it's responding. I played some Wipeout. Uh, this has made me want to upgrade my PS5 internal storage, which... I'm discussing some paths to upgrade, uh, <laughs> which I was and, which I was coerced into. I was like, "What? Hey, man! If it, if it helps you, it helps <laughs> me." And 
so I, st- I just start downloading everything I can to this thing. I'm like, man, I'm going to stream some shit. I tried out the Nathan Drake collection, the Uncharted titles, pulling off headshots like I'm sitting there. I played the Wipeout HD collection like I was talking about. Uh, I tried to fire up some PS3 games that failed miserably. I did play some uh, on, you know, downloaded locally PS2 games. Uh, the Jack and Daxter collections work. Those that are not the streaming ones. Of course, Ratchet and Clank doesn't work. That PS3 collection, which I was looking forward to doing. Um, just everything that I I went to to test was was awesome. I didn't play a music game. Like I didn't play a, a rhythm. It wasn't quite. I didn't give it that go yet. And then Cesar's like, "Let's play Warzone." And I'm like, "I don't know about that." But then right <laughs> after that, I figured out the the five gigahertz network thing. And since I did that, man, it's just been. That screen is gorgeous because when I'm playing down here, I'm playing on an OLED and I was like, I know I'm going to be taking a hit. Let's see what the movement looks like in the motion on the. It's not bad. It's see not if bad. there's some ghosting on it. Yeah, it's a good screen. It is beautiful. And Final Fantasy 16 is full of contrast, like a lot of dark uh, open voids with like a fire element and then a blue crystal type element. And there's just it's just popping with color. It's a great showcase for for an OLED or a good display like a plasma. And it looks so good on this portable screen. It's just, man, it's beautiful. Uh, thinking inside the box says xCloud for the win. I just recently tried to get that going on my Steam Deck, and I put the wrong script in there somehow, and I just haven't gone back to it. But I've heard that's very, very good. Mm. The whole thing with this is it does have the haptic feedback. When you jump on the Chocobo in Final Fantasy 16 and you're pulling down R2 to, like, make the Chocobo gallop, you feel that resistance of the rain, like, trying to make uh, Ambrosia run. And then when you put on the brakes, like, you feel that as well. It's it's all there, man. It's a, it's a PS5 portably. All from my living room. Or, like, I was watching football. I had football on in the background, and I didn't feel like I missed out. I felt like I always had to have attention on one or the other. And this was just, this was awesome. It's a hell of a product. Uh, I told Cesar I was probably going to argue that it could have cost more than $200 because a nice screen like this is going to cost you. Uh, Brant's flaring his eyes at me. A nice screen like this is going to cost <laughs> you. Pan- panic in Brant's eyes. Like, pretty good bit of money. <laughs> if you buy a controller, not when they're on sale, how much is it, Brant? Yeah, you just you made <laughs> Jim Ryan salivate. 70 bucks. Saying it, you saying think this it was could, his baby? Saying it could have could have charged more for that Brian I, said, I feel like i got a good value at 200 yeah. is what i'm saying it I, I i don't know if i would have gambled and tried yeah. it for more than 200 but i feel like i got a good value at 200 dollars. Brian's that guy in the on twitter saying like uh subscription for a free app get out of here <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like that's a free app on my phone i don't need to pay 200 dollars for a free nope. app it's a good product, and like Cesar's joking about, he's probably never seen me more on PS5. If I had a free yeah, time, are, free minute, yeah. I fired that thing up and connected to it and just plugged away. And it it works so sl- seamlessly with sleep mode and me being able to save anywhere I needed to in Final Fantasy 16. If it was a 10-minute session, I got it in. If it ended up being two hours, I had time. And the battery life seems longer than my PS5 controllers. I, I seem like I yeah. get... yeah. I seem like I get a good bit of time. I think I've only fully charged it twice. And I put in a good... Well, the first charge was coming off the shipping charge, which was like 60%, I think. It needs some quality of life improvements. I wish you could put the uh, battery level like percentage on there. I wish it would show you that. That would be helpful, right? Because you you go from... Like, it died on me. 
and I had it's, to come down here and see if it, see where I was. It's crazy. It shows it shows the percentage on the battery when it's powered off. Like when I plug it in there to power it on and yeah. it's turned off, it shows the percentage on there. I was like, I don't it get it. I don't. It just, it shows it. I don't understand why it's not on. Show me that when I'm playing it. It just says battery level low, Brent, and I saw that, and then it don't died. Say, don't oh, say my phone. It. My phone tells me my battery percentage. Like <laughs> Brant's over here. My phone tells me my battery percentage. No, I'm just I'm just <laughs> thinking who 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 did not see that on there like at all during the testing and everything it was like you know what let's let's show the we need to show the battery percentage and they probably said no get out of here no, get out of here with ad, that what early adopter is not a beta tester especially yeah. with a niche product like this and drawing grave and thinking inside the box you guys are in the chat you're right about both of those things but you already have so many other things that do that thing this does one job and it does a fantastic job at doing it and i plug these are costs Earbuds, I plug them into the bottom of it. That's another great thing. The charging port and the 3.5 millimeter cable port are tucked in like a shell on the bottom of it. Oh, it's like, yeah, you just so have these cables coming the out of the bottom. It is it's so weird. awesome, but it's weird. awesome. I love it coming out of the bottom like that. Uh, Drawing Grave saying, can't play media, kind of lame as well as lack of Bluetooth compatibility. Everything else sounds great. Plug in good headphones. They have low, lower latency than Bluetooth headphones. And oh. what... Uh, do you need another device to play media draw on grave? Tell me you don't have 19 other things that do Netflix and Hulu and everything else. Spe speakers wasn't that bad. I was kind of surprised about the speakers. I expect it worse. The speakers were not horrible. I yeah. went in thinking they were going to be horrible. They're still not better than headphones, but I will say nothing is. I'm a headphone person all the time anyways. I'm very happy with it. Uh, I want <laughs> a case for it. I want to take it to other places and attempt to connect to my PS5. I, I have... I have taken it to other places and it works very well. So I was like, Oh that. yeah. Yeah. Tell us about your test and your impressions of the new PSP so we can get uh, onto your games played and Brant's games played and then go play some games. Together. My games plays not that much. So, I mean, I think, Oh, well, I, I was on the fence for a while. So I'll, I'll start with this, but somehow I was coerced, not coerced and encouraged to uh, buy a bigger hard drive uh, to uh, reallocate older hard drive resources <laughs> to another person who suddenly needs mm. a larger hard drive because uh, i was always been on the fence i was like eh and then uh somebody sent uh, somebody uh named richard sends me like uh, look look at this four terabytes on sale so like you, we can you play buy this we one, can play halo one and sell me your two terabyte i'll set some of your costs <laughs> some, some kind of weird pyramid scheme going on here with hey man it helps, if it helps everybody nvme ssds yeah. So to, to make a long story, it's just phones, it's cellular yeah. devices. We're totally legitimate. To make a long story short, I didn't play that much this weekend because I think that was my whole day. Sunday was fucking getting a uh, MBM installed in my PS5 as I go through the whole thing. Like, all right, let me just dust it out while I'm in here, and then reformat the drive. And I had to go through that bullshit where uh, it downloaded the games, but the DLC magically didn't work. So I had to go in there rebuild the databases, and I'm sitting. I was sitting there for like at least a good two hours trying to get that shit to like work to what it used to. Um, but I mean, after that, it worked fine, and I, I'm able to install the. Uh, so, how did you do that? Did you do it from a restore point or something, or did you just go back and try to re-download things that you recently had downloaded? Like, how do you? How did you, I'm gonna start fresh? It's gonna be like, okay, I, I should did. put Warzone on here and the other things. I started fresh. That's what I did. I just okay. Work trying to back up and shit. I mean, most of the save data is right. on the internal hard drive on the the console's not on the MVM slot the one in the right. MVM slot so I was like I I saw care about was the save data because at that point you had to sit there like all right what save data do I back up because it's like or cloud storage yeah and it's like did it did it get this one or did it didn't because at one point my cloud storage was maxed out before they raised it up again so you know because after I had like, none for that Uncharted collection I have a bunch of trophies unlocked but I had no save uh, data for that Uncharted collection I was like damn I guess that's on my PS4 unbacked up or something I, I had I, I, you know, 
I had to go back to my PS4 and use a, like a USB drive and copy it over because for whatever reason it didn't upload some of my shit to the cloud either. For I don't know, I was like, I that makes sense. Figure it out. So I just put it on USB and then transferred over to my PS5, and then I haven't had an issue since. But that was like a couple years back. Uh, I hate I hate Sony and their cloud backups, man. It's Nintendo does a better job with it, but I'll leave it at that. And, Xbox, and Steam, but, Steam's been impressive Steam, every time yeah. I've gone to do something. It, I mean, my Steam Deck will bitch at me sometimes. It's like, oh, your data's not matched up to the PC one, and it takes like two seconds to, to sync it up. So, but yeah, after I got that nonsense out of the way, I think uh, most of the uh, the PlayStation Portal Portal one I played. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to say portable. My bad, Brent. I don't want you to get upset at me. Uh, I think all I played on there was uh, I played Metal Gear. There you go, Brent. It's there. It's, it's always there for you. Uh, played Metal Gear, got past Sniper Wolf, uh, got to the torture scene. There's a couple <laughs> up there, too. Oh, there's <laughs> there's the new PSP the at the top. Brent's leaving the room. He can't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one you just ordered. I yeah. still want to see that PSP. Yeah, I've got to get this to you to put your hands on that. Put a real PSP in your hands. Oh, you grip my PSP and I'll grip your PSP. <laughs> we'll stare each other in the eye. Was that British? That's like that British show where they're just holding each other's stuff. Like, here, hold this. Hold this. <laughs> At the trough urinal. <laughs> that was in there holding his drink and, and cigarettes. So somebody's holding his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he could pee. Oh, we talked about that skit a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It never, it never sold. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I played Metal Gear on there, which is <clears throat> flawless on there. And I think the only, the only issue I've, I came across and I don't know if you came to it yet, was I played Alan Wake 2, and there's a bit where you have to open up the the map with the touchpad, and that is a fucking nightmare on that that screen, because, like, you have to hold the touchpad and swipe right, and it's not possible on that touchscreen. So are you flicking me off, too, as you show the PSP? Oh. No. It's harsh. Sorry. It's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I had to go on, on Reddit to figure out how to do it. Because it's like, you you know, when you load up the portable, there's two touchpads on there. So yeah. it shows up both. So you have to use both. It's stupid as hell. So you have to press down on the one on the left and then double tap the one on the right to do a swipe to the right and vice versa to swipe to the left. Because I sat there for a good 30 minutes. So that's how it recognizes the, the input of going left to right. I, I sat there for, like, 30 minutes. Like, how the fuck am I going to play Island Wake 2? Because, like, that shit is on the fucking... I can't see the map. I can't see the fucking map. I was like, I don't, it keeps like, go to the map. I was like, how do I go to the map? I almost threw that thing on the ground. I was like, I can't get to the fucking map and send her touching the thing like 85 times. I don't have that oh. game, so I haven't encountered that. I saw that discourse on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I just double tap to pull up the map on Final Fantasy 16. It works like just, it's it doesn't require any sort of the motion. Stupid, like the, the half swipe. It's a stupid yeah. half swipe stuff because it's like, it's not even the full swipe. Are there mm. any other games y'all can think of that use the trackpad thing? In that manner that you that we could run into with that Astrobot maybe PS5? or test. I feel like people have been talking about that because that's one of the ones they showed off at the yeah, all the preview events. Remember, Al- Alan Wake was the only one I know where you like had to do the half swipe, which would not recognize it with the double tap. You have to swipe it, like mm. you have to go in the middle and swipe right. So it's like it's, but I figured it out. It works now. It's fine because I, I played like maybe an hour of uh, Alan Wake two before I went to bed. <clears throat> Just some troubleshooting. And, yeah, I didn't get far with it because it's just, it's just going through as you play. I mean, I won't even talk about it. I didn't play that much on it. I'm still is it as good as people are talking about? I hear it's people clamoring about it. I know you love that first one. It's pretty damn good. Uh, it's definitely more horror-focused, and there's a lot of uh, jump scares in there. Um, but it is uh, more survival horror than uh, the previous one, which was more... Uh, like suspense like, thriller, right? 
Yeah, like uh, you can tell, like the other one was like the Night Spring stuff is always Twilight Zone esque. Uh, this one is more, a lot more darker, and it starts off pretty quickly. So, but uh, that's it for me, Brian. I'll kick it over to you. Um, you gonna talk about the real PSP now and you, how much hours you played in that? Yeah, the real PSP. You know how I know your uh, both of your PSPs are inferior. Neither of them can play a UMD copy of Pirates of the Caribbean. Did, did we get the other two on there? Can you play the whole trilogy on the PSP? <sighs> you know, honestly, I haven't looked. Um, I, I saw some random video about somebody going into UMD copies of things. And I want to say there's some weird stuff in there. Because, like, Harry Potter, I know, was one of the weird ones where they we got, like, the first two films or three films here Mm -hmm. but then the other films were only released in like europe so they had to buy like a whole box set of the european umd discs just to get the whole set and i was like what is this person doing they are a freaking madman at one point did we just give up and start ripping stuff on the pro memory cards i know right yeah um as far as games played, um, I really haven't played too much. Um, I did start the um, Super Mario RPG. Hell yeah. Uh, I got that in Friday. Um, I saw people were beating it out, like before Sunday. I was like, holy shit. Oh my gosh. Great. Yeah. It, I will say it's good. It's <laughs> I, I love the way this game plays. Um, I have never played the original one. Um think i've got the uh snes mini so i could have played it on there but um this remaster re-release remake i don't know it's a pretty faithful remake from what everything i'm hearing um it it looks good the music's awesome uh plays really well um i haven't gotten super far into it so you of course, start out as Mario. Uh, Peach gets kidnapped, as she usually does in, in a Mario game. Uh, you track down Bowser. Uh, it kind of um, holds your hand, uh, leading you into this new RPG combat mechanics, which are pretty interesting. Um, to where like you get a little prompt when you go to attack somebody, and you can actually do more damage if you hit... Uh, at the right time, if you time everything right, and uh, in the same respect, when an enemy goes to hit you, there's you can uh, you can actually hit the prompt again and block damage. And if you do it well enough, you can essentially take no damage from the enemy. Um, uh, in doing so, you build up uh, like a chain, and it fills up a little meter at the bottom slowly. It's like a little circle. And it can, it'll fill up all the way to 100%, and then you get a little toad assist where he just kind of puts a like a mystery block on the field, and you hit it, and it goes through a um, uh, a spin of items, and then you hit it again, and you get something random. And it could be a buff for attack, a buff for defense. Um, it could be some kind of other like random like healing item or... You know, he, he could do all, all all sorts of stuff. Um, so you take down Bowser, 
you go to save Peach, and then all of a sudden, a big-ass sword falls from the sky and uh, hits Bowser's castle, throws everything into disarray. Mario gets flung. Uh, you go back to the castle, and uh, only to be basically shunned away again because the giant's talking sword uh, crumbles the bridge and uh, you've got to figure out a way, a different way to go about saving um, the whole of the Mushroom Kingdom. Yet again. Um, what's really interesting is is Mario doesn't talk in this at all. So instead he's got uh, a really expressive style to him and he'll... Um, like you go to the Mushroom Kingdom uh, after you meet up with Toad and tell him what's going on, uh, and you have to go there uh, to the Mushroom Kingdom, talk to uh, I forget which character it was, but it's just another large Toad, um, and you basically Mario tells him the story by you know, jumping up and down. He'll spin and turn into like a, a Bowser, and it's like and charades, spin right? around. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like charades, but it's it's super emotive, um, super stylized uh, for this game, and it's 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 fun. Um, right now, I've gotten to, I've walked out of there, and I've met uh, Mallow, who is a frog. He says he's a frog. He can't jump. And he oddly looks like a cloud person. And he started crying and uh, it started raining. Uh, He was running after a thief uh, whose name was Croco, who took his grandfather's coin. Um, His grandfather sent him into town to go to the shop and buy something. Um, I agreed to help him. We went and tracked down this uh, purple crocodile man with a top hat. Um, fought him, got the coin back, uh, and that's as far as I've gotten so far. But it is um, an amazingly fun game. Um, I know. I remember all this from one. Of, it was one of our first game club games on the show here. I remember what was it? Square originally did this for the Super mm-hmm. Nintendo. Um, I think it says on t- the case that they supervised on there. I think they didn't have anything to do with development. I think they just supervised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm very excited to go to go through this game uh, and finish it up because I've I've heard it's not super like it's not a super long game like 15, no, draw, 20 hours. Drawing grave it's so. short. Yeah, I think how long to beat had ten hours on it. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't finish it. No, Chancellor, thank you. The... He said the Chancellor. That's Chancellor. that's the Toad you go in there and talk to. But yes, uh, I've gotten. Uh, shirt and pants you you know you go into the store you have to buy certain things you can equip um you can equip weapons to mario those are all required to go into a store for yeah you know well what's interesting is you know you go in there and it shows items have uh that you have in your inventory items you do not have and shirt and pants mario didn't have either i'm like i'm looking at him he's not naked um but he doesn't have shirt or pants apparently in his inventory so i equipped the shirt uh i didn't buy pants uh, because they didn't increase any kind of stat, so I have a yeah. Mario running around with a, a Commando, Commando Mario. Yeah, going uh, Porky Pig style throughout the world. Uh, shirt, no pants, um, and wielding a Hammer Bros uh, hammer. So, as the body needs, unlock uh, leveling up. Um, I just got the Fireball um, spell 
because you can also use magic. You have like uh, these little flowers and they represent your um, basically your MP in this game. They call it FP. And uh, you as you level up, you unlock different magics. I unlocked fire. I used it actually against Croco, and that's where it told me that, yes, certain enemies have elements they are weak to. So, um, But yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, to tearing this game up because I can definitely see myself just... Um, we've got some time coming up here with the holiday where we uh, have some get some time off work in between Final. cook between family time and <clears throat> cooking and prep. Uh, I plan to... Uh, definitely be on this game. But that's... It's a good one. That's Yeah, that's all I've played so far. Is that it for us? No emails, no tweets, nothing to go over. No, no I mean, you want, unless you want to deep dive. Now we got to set up our Twitch affiliation stuff, and then uh, I think that should help with feedback. And I, if you want to send a... I got... Or you got too much training at work, and I got to do more training. That's what you're telling me. More training. Yes, more training at watch home. More, home and watch work. More, watch more training videos. Yes, here's another video. That's no, we need, to get, the real we need to get that set up so our, uh, we can grow community stuff. We've had a lot of good feedback. Oh, I forgot that uh, I had something upstairs I had to bring down as well. Is it, oh, is gosh. There we oh, go. There it is. Yeah. This is a 2000. And then uh, another callback from Brant's. Play, only played two uh, at once, though. Previous. Yeah, look at that. Brand, take out your Game As Boy Micro. As one does. Take out your Game Boy Micro. Everybody take out your Game Boy Micro. The PSP come and the PSP go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what, hopefully we do the uh, community growing. Uh, we've had a lot of great commentary in the chat here tonight. That was fun going back and forth. So thank you guys. If it's your first time joining the show, appreciate you coming out and adding to the, the great content. We hope we're creating and providing uh you got it you guys got anything else you want to add i'm good all right cesar you're good i'm good yes sorry more training he's still training at work I'm ladies and gentlemen training nonstop. thank you for joining us this week and we will catch you next week bye see you adios